there, and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here and being the proactive parent that you are, getting the resources that you need to help your child get the absolute optimum recovery naturally from their symptoms of autism and overall health and behavior so they can live happy, healthy, and fulfilling lives. And uh, like you, I was once out there researching myself because my son, when he was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and that we would be managing his symptoms the rest of his life. And good luck. There was really nothing else we could do for him. But fortunately, again, like you, I said, no, (laughs) I'm not just going to drug him. I didn't want the negative side effects. And I also wanted to find out what the causes were because my background as a craniosacral therapist let me know that the brain can and does heal. It is a scientific fact, but you've got to get the toxins out of the way and and the inflammation and the, the things that are blocking it from allowing it to function at normal and optimum. So my decade of research, um, fortunately, was worth every minute, every penny, because today my son is fully recovered from his symptoms of autism. And I always tell everyone, we don't know exactly what each child's level of recovery will be. And the definition of recovery is to regain health. But because autism is a biological illness and not a mental illness, it can be recovered from. So if you know the right things to do, then you're going to get the best results. So I've created a free online workshop for you um, called the four stages to naturally recover from the symptoms of autism. And stage one goes through healing the gut and all that that implies. There's a lot to that. Healing the gut. Stage two is natural and safe heavy metal detoxification. Stage three is clearing the co-infections like mold, Lyme, and strep. These are things that are often missed in most mainstream medical methods and a big, big reasons why a lot of the time a child might not be getting better. And also then fourth is brain support and repair. Once you've gotten all of the, the, the obstacles out of the way, the inflammation and the toxins, so you can get that, uh, that free workshop online, uh, right now, the registration uh, link is naturally recovering forward slash free workshop, no spaces, just free workshop there. So that's available to you. Please share it with anybody, you know, who might be interested as well, because it's very important that, you know, all of the pieces uh, to op- optimum recovery because so many of the vital pieces are missed. And with one in 59 kids being diagnosed today, there are a lot of people out there who need this information and a lot of people who have been struggling for years because they've been on the wrong path. So I am looking forward to helping you on the right path. And I'll give you a really quick little save the date notice that twice a year I release my autism recovery masterclass. And one of those times is coming up in March. In March 19th, I will be releasing uh, the, um, the, the masterclass um, for the um, springtime. And um, stay tuned for that. If you're not already on my mailing list on my website, please go there and grab, grab uh, the subscribe to something, get on it, uh, make sure that you are so that, uh, that you're there for the masterclass and get that as well. Very important. And to share that too with others, I appreciate it as much as they do. And I know that as a parent, it can be really challenging too to, you know, constantly be trying to prepare meals every night for your child, trying to figure out the diet issues. And I know there's a lot to diet, um, but to have choices, but also 
sort of pre-planned and prepared meals and something that can really get you off that meal planning treadmill, have some variety and uh, some healthy meals planned ahead of time. Because at the end of the day, sometimes it can be really challenging to have enough time to do that. And um, so today we're, we're going to, uh, we have a special guest with us who has created a way to give parents a method to be able to plan meals once ahead, up, up ahead of time. And um, so you're not struggling to figure it out every night. And so we'll talk more about what that is. But first of all, I'll introduce uh, her name is Trisha, Call- Trisha Callahan. And in 2009, she started basically kind of a hobby, a free- freezer manning and uh, uh, freezer meal planning blog called Once a Month Mom. And she wanted to empower busy moms like herself to make meals ahead of time. And now fast forward 10 years, she has, it's grown, this has grown to a thriving meal planning website filled with amazing and a team ready to help families to make meals ahead of time and learn to freezer cook. And they basically want to help you to never have to plan daily meals again. So that's nice for all of us to hear because (laughs) planning meals with our kids all the time is a challenge and, um, you know, getting them to eat certain things. And so, um, Trisha's website, um, we'll go over them today, but um, but I've noticed that there are, are a lot of different types of meal plans that you can get on on it. And also, just to let you know that Trisha does have two children. She has a 10-year-old son with Asperger's and a 9-year-old daughter as well. So she is a parent that um, this has come from her personal experience. So Trisha, welcome, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you so much. I actually was getting a little um, choked up, actually, when you were telling your story, because I just uh, think about my son and just how far he has come through, um, you know, medicine and, well, not medicine, but like getting off of the medicine, you know, and we've done that whole journey. And so I, I found myself physically thinking about all of that journey and just how far we've come and just really identifying with your audience and, and trying to find answers um, that are outside of medicine. Yeah, absolutely. And to let let people know that 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 there are choices, because a lot of people, you know, one in 59 kids is being diagnosed today with autism. And there are so many people out there struggling and the mainstream medical model obviously isn't working. And so that's why it's important for people to know. Yeah, you know, if you know what to do, and that's where I why I share my free workshops and, and, and give them the, the strategies, because like you, you know, it, you look back at your journey, and you think, wow, what if I hadn't done that? Or I didn't learn all the things that I learned and done everything I did with my child, what would their life really be like today, instead of the path that you know, the path that they were on, and now the path that they have, because it really is about having a, you know, a fulfilling and and happy life because they deserve the chance just like everybody else does. So yeah, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I started once a month meals. I mean, we are definitely going to talk about that. And it was amidst that journey that we found out, you know, that Isaac, you know, was on the spectrum and had whatever. And I've always like you was like, there has to be a better answer. There has to be there has to be something at the core that's causing this. And through that have really, really did dig into food and how food has impacted him and having to change diets. And that's, you know, like if I had once a month meals prior to that journey, but I was glad I had once a month meals on that journey. And I think a a lot of the members of our team have had that same thing and understanding um, not only just meal planning, but understanding how meal plan affects every part of our lives. It affects our health, it affects our mind, it affects 
all those things. And so helping people to not only get a grasp of everyday cooking, but to get a grasp of how to do it in a way that is also going to be beneficial to their health and beneficial to their family plan and being able to adapt it. Like, you know, no two families are created alike in terms of what they eat. And that is one of the things that we specialize is helping people um, to focus in on the special things that they need to do in their diet, the particular changes that they need to make um, and still make it viable. So it's not like a one size fits all meal plan service. Right. Because there are a lot of people who, you know, like on the, for, for anybody, their listeners, I want you to know too, they're right on the homepage of my website at naturallyrecoveringautism.com. There's a free PDF download for you called the seven tops, the top seven foods to eliminate to help quickly reduce your child's symptoms of autism. And those are the top seven. Now we're, we'll get into further ones today, but if you at least know to start removing those from your child's diet today, you'll notice a difference. Cause, uh, and then there are other, some specifics that we can get into today as well. Uh, but that is available for you. Uh, we're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We will be right back. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from hi there and welcome back to naturally recovering autism i am your host karen thomas and today we are talking about once a month meals or pre-planned meals so that you as a parent can get some you know assistance some help whether you're a full-time working mom or a part-time working mom or just being home with your child with special needs takes a lot of time and effort and i know there's different therapies and appointments you're going to you have other children uh and uh it just takes a lot of time and effort and so this is a way to help um, give you some way to pre ways to pre-plan some meals and we're talking with Trisha Callahan today, and she, her website, um, I, I'll go link to everything at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 71, just the number 71. But if you want a direct link to uh, Trisha's site, I've got it for you on that page as well. But I've also directly linked, um, made it an easy link for you at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash meals. So um, that might be easier too. So you can look at everything we're going to be talking about. Because they're, Trisha, you've got, you know, traditional Instant Pot, slow cooker, gluten-free, keto. So let's, we can talk about, you know, all of the options that you share, but you said these are what you call off the shelf, but they're fully customizable because, you know, especially parents of children with autism, they really do have a lot of specifics. Everybody does really, but especially, um, you've got to have a lot of uh, diet options and know what your child can and cannot eat. There are oxalates and lectins and, you know, there are so many other factors involved um, besides just gluten and dairy-free. So how do you help people customize um, your uh, the, your meal plans from your site? 
So we have what we call 10 basic, you know, meal plans where it's like, like I said, it's a little bit off the shelf. Like, hey, I know I'm gluten-free, dairy-free. A lot of times when you're following some restrictions or whatever, there's one that you can specifically kind of gravitate to and then make adjustments to. Um, but what's different from our meal plan, about our meal planning services, in addition to that, you can kind of customize it. And it, it, it doesn't have to be one size fits all for your family either. Like if somebody in your family is low FODMAP and somebody else is gluten-free, dairy-free, like you can actually blend recipes and things into one meal plan. Um, you don't have to pick individually that you're all doing low FODMAP or you're all doing one or the other. As far as going to the site today, if you're going to choose one of the free options to get, um, and if you, um, you, the free things that you get, the free meal plan that you would get as part of signing up for there um, is one of the 10. Um, and then when membership opens and you become a member, then you have um, a database. We have a database of about 12,000 recipes that are all um, kind of searchable and interchangeable with your meal plan. And I did want to clarify for your audience that we aren't sending you meals. We are providing the resource for you to make those meals yourself. Um, and we know like, with this, you know, like when you're dealing with dietary changes and whatever, you know, it, you know, it's really hard to order, order food or to order out or to do this like customized meal. So this is you making meals for you and your family um, that will fit their specific dietary. Um, and so part of that customizes, I can go in and just say, uh, we can't do cashews, you know, and just take out cashews or take out a particular ingredient that you're working to avoid. And what I love about that is I know for us, it's like you start doing elimination diets and you start like eliminating a particular ingredient or something at the time at a time. And that is something that once a month meals would allow you to do with your membership and still make meals. Um, and we're making them ahead. We're freezing them so that we make them when we have time for when we don't have time. So, which is like every day, right? <laughs> when you're hungry and the kids are eating something to eat. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it to, there are days when, like you said, you have a little bit more time and then, you know, if you freeze some things, then those days when you absolutely have zero time, then you can just pull them out and thaw them and cook them. And you know that you've purchased your ingredients because um, we've got to have uh, organic um, foods. I mean, the the pesticides, yeah. the um, the hormones and things that are that are in in the so many of the meats and everything. Uh, they're feeding uh, soy grains, corn grains, um, uh, moldy grains, and all of these things to uh, these animals. And then we get those grains in us. Then you know they cause other problems. So this way you can you can purchase your fresh food and your organic foods and what you need. And and just like you mentioned, Trisha, with cashews. People, cashews are on the no list because with peanuts, they are a lectin and those lectins are, are high inflammation creators and, uh, and people, you know, there's simple things like that, that, uh, uh, people don't really know about. I've even been thinking about doing a whole separate, um, thing where I help uh, create more. I do a, a diet for people in my membership program as well, because it's so crucial, but really laying it out kind of like you had here for people. I give meal plans, but not to this extent. It'd be great that, uh, you know, great even to, to talk to you about combining some of our, our thoughts together. I do know you have some, um, you said you have a registered dietitian that also works with your program people too. How does that work? Yeah, so, well, we have a registered dietitian on staff because one of the things that we are very committed to is making sure that the the options and the 
the recommendations that we're giving to people are are in line with USDA recommendations with uh, what their dietitian might be telling them to do. So we have like a diabetic friendly menu uh, meal plan as well. And so we're always, we want to have somebody on staff that can speak uh, scientifically to these things um, and really help um, in case somebody has uh, more, more detailed questions. And so she um, is on staff to guide us and she um, helps us to curate those meal plans, make sure that they're balanced. Um, the ones that you're seeing, make sure that they're on target for the particular dietary type that they're lined up with. And then also, um, she does a lot of, uh, she, she can't write your dietary plan, but she can consult with you on your plan that you are working through, or you can have a one-on-one with her. Um, we have a lot of times if a customer is coming, if somebody's coming in and they're, they have some specialty diet things, she'll probably be the one that you would talk to because she would uh, be able to speak to whether our system has recipes for that and whether or not um, you can, you know, like in most of the cases do, and then what recipes they might want to gravitate to and help guide them in the system. Um, and as well as if they have a dietary plan from their doctor um, or from their dietitian that they uh, need help um, kind of navigating, she's able to kind of help them translate that to how that would work in our system and what recipes that they need to focus on. So we love having her and it's a, it's a big, it's a big mission for us to continue to increase the health of our customers and our members. We know that when people cook, uh, they they just gravitate to better um, lifestyle choices, better cooking choices, and we want to continue to make sure that they are doing that in a healthy way and that they have resources that um, kind of meet whatever dietary guidelines they're trying to focus on. So it's, a, it's an important part of our membership as well. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds wonderful to, to be able to, to have the dietitian work with people. And I know you have a, a lot of people um, that you work with. So um, I might we have to we're going to take a short break right here. We come back. I might ask you a couple more questions about that, how that works, too, because um, I know with with a large number of, of members and people that you work with, how how that works as well. So you're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. And today we are talking with Trisha Callahan about once a month meals and again uh, linked directly to Trisha's site at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash meals and um, if you are wondering about there are different as Trisha mentioned there are 10 different basic plans real food paleo keto gluten and dairy free vegetarian uh, diet diabetes friendly AIP which is autoimmune protocol low FODMAP and allergen. And so, um, Trisha, before the break, we were talking a little bit about, um, how you have a dietitian on staff with you. And you said, of course, everybody is not meeting with a dietitian, but you identify certain people who maybe need some more help. I know when working with people with diet that a lot of times people will say, Oh, I've had my child on a really good diet for, you know, two years. And then I find out what that diet's been and it's not a good diet. (laughs) And they really, Mm -hmm. really believed that they were on a good diet, but they didn't know everything they needed to know. So I'm just wondering how you're, you're, you know, how you gauge it when people come in and kind of what you do with them. Um, You know, it it kind of varies. We have a great customer support team that are very intuitive into really asking the right questions and getting tuned into what what a particular problem is that a customer is trying to solve. And if they identify that somebody is trying to solve dietary issues or has some specialty dietary things that they're overwhelmed or dealing with, um, they're going to go ahead and forward that on to our registered dietitian because that's out of their expertise. 
area and they're going to say, okay, well, here's the person on staff that could best suit you. And they might have an appointment that way. Other times we have people that come in that already self-identify knowing that they have some dietary things that they're trying to accomplish and want to know how once a month meals um, can work for them and what that would look like. So in that case, you know, they might ask for, for that time. And she does a really good job of bridging this gap between what they're, what they need to do in their diet and what they are trying to do in the system. We don't make recommendations for changes to their diet or anything like that. That's not a, a consult. Um, we meet people where they're at and what, with their, their identified changes when they come into the, but when you're starting a new meal planning service, there's, well, there's a lot of things that are going on. You know, like when you start a new meal planning service, you're getting used to the software, you're getting used to how it runs. Um, and she's really good at translating how that specifically can work for their dietary restrictions. In addition to that, I mean, we have a lot of, we ha I mean, our primary customer is a mom with young kids and a lot of them are having food allergies and uh, dietary restrictions. And it's the first time in their life that they have to deal with maybe sometimes even multiple dietary restrictions among multiple children. And so it's like this overwhelm. So not only are you trying to make meals and then you're trying to learn the system, but you're also overwhelmed about how in the world do I make these changes? Like, I mean, I, never, I can remember when we decided to go gluten-free, how overwhelming that seemed. And, um, what I love about our community is that they're also within the membership is a group of people that you can talk to that have gone through those overwhelming changes and, and make it easier for you and help guide you to the recipes and the things that you need to make those changes. So that's one less thing for you to think about and worry about so that you can get on to whatever it is that you're wanting to do. You know, it's like, not only do I have to get a meal on the table, I have to get the ingredients right. And then, and then of course, you know, there's, behavior enhancements and all of those other things that you're doing for your kids um, in order to help uh, have a healthy, healthy life. And so it just helps a lot with that. And she does a really good job of guiding them. And there are so many foods that, again, if, you know, uh, that seven foods guide is there, uh, if, if you've come in late to the show, I mentioned there's a seven foods to eliminate guide on my, the homepage of my website. That's a free PDF download for you um, at naturallyrecoveringautism.com. But those are just kind of top seven foods to avoid. But there are others beyond that um, that are really important that people don't uh, don't really know about. And it's it's really around gut healing because if you're removing the gluten, the dairy, the processed carbohydrates, basically the things that are feeding the bad bacteria in your gut, like candida, will thrive on anything. Processed carbohydrates turn to sugars in the body. Those people are like, oh, so it's gluten-free, so I can eat these really great gluten-free buns and all this gluten-free junk. And they don't realize that that is still really bad. It's filled with lectins, which are uh, something that are very highly inflammatory. And, um, you know, there are certain principles that really, if everybody kind of just followed, you know, strategically, they knew to avoid that it would help the gut healing it would help reduce the toxins, the inflammation, and, and, and of course, always eating uh, organic whenever possible. That's what's nice about you know, your plan is that, you know, people will purchase their own foods because a lot of the food services that are out there where they deliver food to you, those aren't organic ingredients and, and, um, and you're not uh, in control of what comes to your doorstep and this way, uh, you are. So that's really nice too. 
and vegetarians, you know, as well, um, have their, their specific needs. And, and like you said, allergens and, and by, by reducing and, you know, the allergen loads and, and by healing up the gut, a lot of those will improve over time too. And then you can continue. It really is something to look at where it's not, you know, I don't even like the word diet so much because I think mentally it stresses people out. <laughs> I think they think diet, but if it just becomes a way of life and a way that you eat, you know, and you know, if people writing in, well, can I give them, can I still give them their cakes and, and, and their crackers and their, you know, if they're, you know, like, no, you can't, <laughs> not if you want them to get better. So, you know, they're, that's nice that, and then the slow cooker now slow cooking, if you slow cook, especially beans and things that have lectins in them as well, slow cooking is great because it, a lot of the time, a real slow, slow cooker, except for gluten, this does not count for, but a lot of grains and other things, it will take a lot of the lectins out if you slow cook them. So, um, that's another good option that you offer there as well. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and people just come in and they choose what they, what they need. And uh, I know you have, you initially have that free, something free that they can get and start working with to understand how it all works. So that's really nice too. We're, you know, we're going to take a really short break right here and then we'll come back and we'll talk maybe a little bit more about your specific meal plans. Um, you're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. Mm -hmm. Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and today we're talking with Trisha Callahan from Once a Month Meals. And um, before the break, we were talking, you know, there are a lot of different options that you can do with meals and meal planning and the types of meals that you need. So, Tricia, to start people out, you offer a free option, which is really nice. So can you talk to talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. If you go to onceamonthmeals.com, and I would encourage you to go through the links that uh, Karen is providing for you, um, you're going to see that you can start cooking a free menu. Um, the reason for that is um, we are open all the time. We uh, kind of let people in, 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 in groups. We find that it, that really helps, too, to kind of enter into the meal planning process, but we don't want to hinder that from getting you started. And we want to make sure that this type of cooking is right for you. So you're going to sign up for that. It's going to ask you a few questions in addition to what kind of meal plan you think would best suit you, whether it's the slow cooker or the real food or whatever um, you're choosing. Um, and you're going to answer a few questions about what experience, if any, you've had with freezer cooking. And it's going to identify for you the best place for you to start um, and it's going to deliver you email resources and email meal plans over the course of, you know, a couple weeks that would, that meets you where you're at with your experience um, and helps you get started. One of the things that we, we run into a lot, um, my marketing manager is always uh, questioning this, is that our name is Once a Month Meals, but the majority of our customers never do a, a month's worth of meals at one time. Um, that's how the concept started is once a month cooking, um, is a big concept, the whole premise and theory about how you do this cooking in the bulk cooking and the time that you save is all based on, um, monthly cooking principles. But what we've found is that people aspire to this lifestyle. They aspire to having meals like this, but they don't necessarily have the time, energy, or resources to do a whole month at a time. And we honestly say, if you're coming, if you're thinking about doing freezer cooking, you're thinking, gosh, this sounds like a good plan. It would be really nice for me to have meals waiting for me in the freezer or in the refrigerator for a day when I'm really busy. 
and you say, well, that sounds like a really good idea for me. Um, I'm going to cook a month's worth of meals this weekend. Like I'm going to join, I'm going to cook a month's worth. That's really the equivalent of saying my friend has been doing running and running sounds like a really good idea for me. I think I'm going to start running this weekend. I'm going to do a marathon. That will tell me whether or not I am going to be a good runner or whatever. And that just like doesn't make any sense to us, right? Like we just wouldn't do that. And so that's sort of like what it would be like to say, I'm going to do a month worth of cooking this weekend. You can do it. It's just not advice. And so we have this whole program and we have this whole path um, for people to take to really uh, meet them where they're at. So whether you've never frozen anything in your life to you have done some freezer cooking or you maybe even done a month's worth. We're going to ask you a series of questions that are going to help us to identify that. And then we're going to set you up and show you the meal plans um, that are right for you based on your dietary type. So if you have picked a real food plan and you are a well-meaning meal planner, these are the meal plans that you should probably start with. And here's how your progress should go. And here's some other well-meaning meal planners that um, are also uh, making those same type of meals and doing those same kind of kind of things. And then once you've got that down, you might move on to what we call a one and done expert. So there's this whole path, there's this whole way of doing it. And I know like when people first think in, again, when they hear the name once a month meals, they think, oh gosh, I could never do a month's worth of meals at a time. And you aren't alone. And, and you probably shouldn't. And there is a way to start out easy. And that's what we do um, with that free meal plan that you're going to get. It's a PDF. It's not as customizable as the actual software is. Um, but if you uh, have, if you run into problems when you get that free PDF meal plan, you are welcome. We have chat every day from every day. It's Saturday from two to five thirty. It's online on the site. You can just buzz in there and ask your questions. Maybe ask how to maybe modify the PDF that you've got. How to make the plan right for you um, while you're waiting for us to open up the software. So, um, lots and lots of different options, but. We always encourage people um, just to start to be okay and start where they're at and not worry about uh, running a marathon to start with. Yeah, most people, if they hear, um, it's funny how people want information, but if you give them too much, (laughs) I know this with my program, if you give them too much too quickly, that, that the overwhelm, I mean, you see that the eyes just go blank and they're like, I, I can't do this. It's too much. And they're, they're already doing it. They've been doing it, but they're, it's just how it's perceived. Like if it's a, a dump load of information initially, then people think they can't do it. But if you look at something in, you know, one step at a time, I'm always re- reiterating that to be able to just this is all you're doing today. Nothing else. You know, don't look ahead at everything else you're going to be doing in the future. Other things that that you'll need to do. Just go back because they're also used to living in a chaotic type of lifestyle and feel like if if they're not doing more, that they're not doing enough sometimes too. And um, and really sometimes less is so much more productive <laughs> than doing trying to do too much and then saying you can't you can't sustain that long term. So then you just end up stopping altogether eventually. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely encourage that that same thing with one little piece at a time. So I think it's great that you give this this free option, and then people can kind of basically get their feet wet, kind of learn, you know, how it works and what they would do with it. See if see if it works for them. If they'll if they'll utilize it, but maybe making you know one or two of the meals, one of the meals on that plan, and then seeing 
how they work with that rather than trying to make everything right up front. Um, I did create a, a quick link if, if you're listening to this and you're wondering how to, to reach Trisha's site. If you go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash meals, then you will um, be able to see the different options that are there and grab um, uh, grab the free uh, meal plan of your choice because um, you can you can get that now and, and go ahead and, and give it a try and see, see if it works. Do you have any suggestions, uh, Tricia, for people when they're very first starting out with it, with their choice? Um, you know, on the page, it... it Pick the one that best fits your family as of today. You know, like I know there's sometimes we have, well, so-and-so does this and so-and-so does that. But like if you're mostly trying to eat vegetarian or moving towards vegetarian, then pick vegetarian. If you do a lot of things in the slow cooker, um, you know, do, do that. But um, all of those, all of those freebies are, are designed as our best meal. Like our best recipes are on there. The best, like not our best recipes. Cause I mean, I think everybody has different thoughts, but they're, the best for that cycle and best for like getting used to the system and understanding what it has to offer. Um, and so I, you know, they're all really good. Okay. Yeah. It sounds good. I mean, looking at the meals and like you said, you have over, did you say over 12,000 in total? I mean, uh, obviously later on when somebody's a member, but is that, is that what you said? You have over 12,000 different meals that are ultimately there when you're a member, yes, there's a database of over 12,000 recipes that, um, and there, and we have blog partners. So we have, uh, recipes from bloggers that you're really familiar with. Um, uh, the Holy Mass, the, uh, um, a hundred days of real food. These folks have said, Hey, we're going to partner with you and we have made their recipes feasible and put them in the database. And then, um, the software, I think maybe that's one of the things that people don't quite understand. It's not just recipes in a grocery list. It is a process and there's a whole software that has been built in order to make this process uh, fast and easy for the consumer. So when you're doing freezer cooking, you're getting time savings and you're getting money savings for a couple of reasons. One, you're buying in bulk um, and you're not, you're preserving the groceries before they go bad in your refrigerator because you didn't use them and, and you're not eating out. But in addition to that, uh, maybe uh, there are a lot of time savings. And so, um, Maybe I know we are getting ready to go to a break. So maybe when we get back from the break, we can kind of break down why freezer cooking really works for really busy families and busy families who are going to therapies and things like that. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Especially like you said, with the, you know, algorithms and the software and things that there's a lot more science to this than just, you know, take a piece of fish and do this and that's it so there's a lot more involved so um, we're going to take that short break right now you're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism again if you want to see Trisha Callahan's site go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash meals but do stay with us hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism I am your host Karen Thomas and today we're talking with Trisha Callahan about once a month meals and and Trisha I'm curious about you know you know, this is more than a meal plan service. You're, you obviously, you've created, like you said, a software program to, um, you know, um, portion sizes are very important, um, sizes, you know, how much to purchase of each product. So maybe you can give us a little um, background on that because it's already then taken care of and parents aren't having to go figure out those those amounts on their own at the store before they go to the store as well, which I think is probably a huge <laughs> relief in itself. So maybe give us a little background on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so 
part of freezer cooking, um, we started talking before this, the break about it, it's saving time, it's saving money. Because you're making multiple meals at once, probably double, in our system we double everything. So for if you're going to have five recipes on your meal plan, it's going to double to 10 meals that you're going to have when you're done. And so when you're doing that, uh, you're saving a lot of time because you're doing the prep all at once. And But there's also different things that you have to, different variables that come into play when you're making meals all in one day versus making them over the course of the week. Um, and it, it gives you time and money savings. So when you've picked your recipes or you've gotten your meal plan from once a month meals, and you'll see this in the freebie, um, you're going to get a grocery list um, to go along with those. And that grocery list is going to be uh, altered based on the number of servings that you have entered into the system. So you can actually tell the system on the PDFs you can't. Um, we give you, I think, we give you different increments, um, but in the system you can actually change it to whatever you want, and it'll scale all of those for you, and it gives you a grocery list to go to the grocery store, which most meal plans do. But that list on that grocery store is actually going to list the ingredients by how you should purchase it, how you're purchasing them in the grocery store. So it's not going to say that you need 10 cups of diced onions to buy at the grocery store. It's going to tell you that you need eight onions um, and that you're going to purchase eight whole onions. And that's when, and then when you get home from your grocery store, you're going to have a prep list um, with your with your meal plan. And it's going to tell you what to do with those eight onions you bought. So it's going to tell you, hey, four of those need sliced and four of those need diced. And then you should have the equivalent of about this many cups. And these are the recipes that are associated with those um, particular prep stuff. So there's a whole prep sheet. You're kind of your own sous chef. And we recommend either... Uh, if you're doing a bigger cooking day, doing that the night before, but doing that at the start. So you're basically getting your un all your things chopped, any um, meats pre-cooked that need to be pre-cooked, any rice or pasta that needs to be pre-cooked, you're doing that all at the beginning. So that when you start out your process of assembling and cooking your recipes on your preparation day, that you're ready to go. And then um, you are going to, with one of those meals, get a step-by-step -step plan for what order to cook or assemble those recipes in on the day that you're putting them together. There is actually a science to that. There is an algorithm that has been built um, to make sure that the hardest, most difficult, most timely recipes are at the beginning and the easier uh, to do, less time consuming when you're tired, recipes are at the end. And there's some other, other algorithm things. But based on the recipes that you chose, it reorders that list of instructions. So I'm an efficiency cook. I love, I like to cook. I love to cook for fun, but mo let's face it, most, most cooking each night is not fun. Um, it's efficiency. Um, it's getting food on the table, uh, getting kids food before they're screaming at you, all of those good things. And so uh, that's what freezer cooking is. It's efficiency cooking. So it's uh, not as much my entertainment cooking. And so I want to, my goal for myself and for my customers is for them to get in and out of the kitchen as quickly as possible when they're freezer cooking, which is how that algorithm has been um, created. And then um, once those meals are assembled, the membership also comes with labels. And so it's going to have a title. It's going to have cooking instructions for your serving day and any serving day ingredients that are needed for that meal. So let's say uh, you have a, a soup and it's going to go in your slow cooker, but you need to add broth to it or you need to add some ingredient at the last minute. It's going to have that on the label for you so that anybody um, can pull that out and do those instructions. So maybe you assembled this, but your spouse is actually going to be cooking it or your teenage child. Um, that's great. The other thing that's on those labels is any nutrition information that we have. Uh, we 
not all 12,000 recipes today have uh, nutrition information, about 3,000 of them do, but we are actually working this month to integrate a nutrition software uh, that most dietitians use in order to have all 12,000 recipes have nutrition data. So that would actually be included on the labels as well, um, so that as you're meal planning, you can do that. And then there's a thaw sheet, so it basically tells you what's in your freezer, uh, how much time it takes to cook so that you can do your meal planning. There's a lot involved in um, what you get with your membership and what we're doing to make sure that those recipes are just good for you and nutritious and fit your dietary guidelines, but are quick and easy for you to do and get in and out of the kitchen. Um, which, one of the things that's so good about freezer cooking, one of the reasons I did it is, you know, you're, if you have an autistic kid, if you have autistic children, actually, if you just have children, it's just busy from four to six. They're kind of uh, detoxing from school. They're coming down off that. Giving them your time, like I always found giving my child time and attention between four and six was essential. And sometimes there were meltdowns and uh, then there were therapies and there's all these things we have to get to, all these emotions that we're dealing with. And dinner was just the last thing. So, you know, when you're making these dietary restrictions that, you know, that's what once a month meals does for you as well is it gives you this meal that you just are putting in the oven or you're putting in the slow cooker or you're just heating up so that you're not giving all of your time and attention in the kitchen instead of to your child. And that is really what um, a gift you can't really get anywhere else <laughs> with, you know, if you're making a meal on the regular, it's just really, uh, so we call it reality proof meal planning because it's just like the reality of your life is that it's stressful every day. Um, and dinner gets put to the back burner. I love that reality proof meal planning is <laughs> a good yeah. way to put it. You're, you're so right. I mean, kids are, you know, they get out if they're, if they're in mainstream school, maybe they're getting out about three o'clock or, and then they, if they go to any therapies or you have any other appointments or anything you're doing by the time they get home and especially our kids with their sensory overload and everything else, yeah, home, home is the safe place. And you know, you've may, may have experienced this yourself, Trisha. I know I did when my son was still, you know, uh, heavily in his symptoms of autism, he would kind of hold it together at school most days. And, and then, yeah. um, then he'd come home and I would like get the whole brunt, like, because home is the safe zone, right? So they let go and you need to be able to physically and emotionally be able to be there for them. And yeah, you've got, I had other children too, of another child and, you know, to be able to, to have something like this, like you're saying, to have some nutritious meal that's already pretty, all you need to do is warm it up at that point would be really, really um, important because yeah, focusing on the child should be the number one thing, but also everybody's got to eat and food is going to help sometimes calm them down if they are um, hypoglycemic or they're, they're, you know, needing to just, um, you know, get some nutrition in. So we're going to take a very short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Please stay with us. We will be right back. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. 
The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and today we have been talking with Trisha Callahan, who has uh, her website is Once a Month Meals, and I have uh, hyperlinked everything for you on the show notes page at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 71, or you can go directly to her site as well at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash meals. And, um, and learn, you can also get your free option today. And right when you get to Trisha's site, you'll see the 10 different basic options. And you can just choose any one of those that works best for your family. As Trisha mentioned, you know, today, anything that you'd like to try out, and then you'll have, you'll be sent some, some free options for meal choices and, uh, and go ahead and, and practice with one of them and see if it's, if it's something that, uh, that you would want to look at, you know, having more access to in the future when she does open up her membership, because it's not open at, at the moment either, but, um, but there is the free option available to you right now. So, uh, I think that that's really helpful as a way to do, to give you something to, you know, what take away from, from the show right now and to do something with, um, and also if you're looking, if you're not sure what some of the foods are to avoid, please get my free PDF guide, the seven foods to, uh, quickly reduce the symptoms of autism is right there on my, uh, homepage of my website at naturallyrecoveringautism.com. Just click on it and it's a free PDF download for you because it is important to know, uh, of the, the key foods to avoid right off the top. Um, and then everybody, you know, we get into deeper specifics, um, further on, of course, but those are some things to make sure that you do know of and you're aware of, uh, because they are the inflammatory foods, uh, the, the top highest inflammatory foods, the ones that the processed carbohydrates that turn to sugars in the body so that they're feeding the candida and the bad bacteria and keeping that leaky gut going so your child's not really able to not only digest properly, as you might notice, they, they have digestive issues, but they're also not able to absorb the nutrition from the foods that they eat. And that is the most important part is being able to get your child's gut healed um, and reduce the inflammation and then we can start reducing the toxins in the system. And so those are all the things that, that I definitely um, look forward to helping you with. And I mentioned I have my free masterclass starting March 19th. So um, if you have, if you get my seven foods guide, that will actually um, include you on my email list and you'll be alerted in an email when the masterclass opens. And that is free as well. Um, so thank you, Tricia, again, so much for being here with us today. I really appreciate it. Do you have anything else that you'd like to, uh, add before we, um, we wrap up today? 
I mean, really, just thank you so much. I have such a heart for this audience, having been a mom um, who has worked with recovering uh, autistic kid naturally. I mean, it's been such a amazing. It's amazing the work that you're doing. I'm so I wish I would have known of it when I was going through my journey. And I just I know you know meal planning can just be one of those extra straws on the camel's back and so we just really um love to help moms um and help families to really deal with that and not make it be a burden not make it be one more thing so that you can focus on um your kids and recovering them and so i love what you're doing well thank you it's very rewarding for sure and and one of the first things that people uh, you know want to know when they they come in to my membership as well as you know, we give them a diet and they're like, how do I make these changes? So we go into that whole picky eating and, and all of those aspects too. And yeah, I mean, I, I've spent the time and the research, so yeah, why not share it with other people, right? Because they're on that same journey and, um, just trying to make things as easy as possible for parents and give them resources they need. So again, thank you so much, Trisha, for being here with us. And, um, thank you for being here as a proactive parent and getting the resources you need for your child. And 